Welcome to our podcast, Talk To Me Sister. I'm Kathy. And I am Sarah. And we are twin sisters documenting our surrogacy journey, discussing women's health, motherhood, and all the details that led us here. Our mission is to not only educate and inform, but to spread joy and hope through our story. Thanks for following along. Hey guys, today we're doing a personal episode about us being twins. This was highly requested. Being a twin is so fun, and we've always gotten so many questions about twin life. We wouldn't have it any other way, really. Yeah, we don't know it any other way. So it's fun (laughs) to like sit down and be like, oh, let's answer these questions. So true. It's been a blast our whole life, but would we prefer to be identical? I don't know. We're fraternal. I guess we could have played so many more tricks on people, so that would have been fun. But we're fraternal twins. We are a lot alike, but also we're very different. We're going to get into some questions here in a second that people have asked us. Talk about growing up as twins and all those fun things. But I guess first, we're going to tell you some fun facts about twins. Yes. But to answer your question, I don't think I would have preferred to be identical. Because I know identical twins, especially girls. Do you? Yeah. Do I know them? Uh, Yeah. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm just going to say, like, I have found that they have a harder... (laughs) They have a harder issues with identity identity yes with like not having their own person their own identity and and just kind of being lumped into this group and me and you have always had our own our own stuff we've had our own identity we found kind of our own path in life and it's funny because like i don't know these people which means like they're your friends and not my friends which we'll talk about that in a second but we (laughs) i always feel like if you have a friend like okay well they're my friend too like yeah So when you have a friend that's not my friend, I'm always like, you can't have friends that are not my friends. But you do. You're your own person and you're your own adult and you can have friends that aren't my friends. Well, on that note, somebody commented, somebody shared our podcast and said, my cousin started this podcast. And then you texted me, who is our cousin? Who is this? (laughs) Yeah, you're like, oh, actually, I have cousins on like my marriage side. I'm like, but she... What? I said, no, that's Alex's cousin. Sarah was like, oh, good. I didn't know that Yeah, person. I thought we had a, yeah, I was like, who was this cousin? Anyway, okay, so, yes, a couple fun th- facts about twins that we looked up in preparation for this episode. Identical twins have different fingerprints. That that's makes cool. sense to me, but I think that's really interesting because everything else about them is identical. Yeah, even down to their, like, exact DNA. So I want to also say the science of it. So identical twins are pretty much like one egg, one sperm, and they split into two separate people. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. I had to like think about that for a second. <laughs> I was like, uh, oh. you there. Um, <laughs> I was that... like staring behind you. You were like, you good, bro? No, I got it. <laughs> you good? Okay, um, uh, fraternal twins, like me and Sarah, are two separate eggs, two separate sperm. So like two separate DNAs. But identical twins have similar, same genes, same DNA. They come from the same seed. Seed. Well, so here's the thing. Growing up, mom always told us that fraternal twins were in different sacs, which, aka, I guess, different placentas. But that's not very, that's not true, right? They can share. I think they can share. I know. I think you don't know, actually, until after, 
but after maybe we should have researched this. <laughs> no, I think that's right. Okay. I mean, you don't know till later because my friend had twins and we were like, are they fraternal or identical? And she was like, we don't know. But I think typically um, you're right. Like they, if you have twins in separate sacks, you know mm-hmm. that they're fraternal. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, yeah, I wanted to clarify that. I think that's interesting. Um, if you have a set of non-identical twins, you're three to four times more likely to have another set. So two sets of twins. Like, that's terrifying. No, I, I actually have seen this on Instagram where they had this girl, a friend of a friend. I know she has two sets of twins, fraternal, uh, two sets of boys and two sets of girls. So she has four children total and two sets of twins. It's like, cause that would rock your world. I just felt so tired thinking about it. I know, but also you already have like the set of two, you know, two yeah, strollers. you're two, used to it. I guess. Double, double the fun. Double the fun. Uh, that's really interesting. So twins are more popular these days, most likely because of fertility support, mm-hmm. but also people are having babies later in life and you're actually more likely to have multiples naturally when you have babies later in life because you drop crazy. drop more eggs at one time or something like that maybe that's why so i guess that's just because women are having babies later the it's skyrocketed like well the, and people are using multiples. more fertility support because fertility rates are increase infertility or subfertility rates are increasing so when you're using like stimulators or fertility meds it does increase your chance right of having multiples so i think it's a, a lot of that combined um, but the twin birth rates have risen 60, no, 76% from 1980 to like 2009. So that's wild. Yeah. I wonder if hormones plays an idea. Like 6%. You know, hormones might play a role. I don't know. Who knows? That's cool. It's yeah. good research. Mothers of twins live longer. This is interesting. I wonder, no, I want to read more about this. We got to tell mom this. Yeah. She's. She's in for a long life. She's she probably she'd probably be like no. Yeah, she's. Uh, she'll probably be like no. I don't want to. I um, will say about mom. We have baby books, and when I was pregnant with Ruthie, my first, I went through and read my baby book that mom wrote for Aww, us. Oh, that's sweet. What it and, say? You know, in <laughs> in each month, it's like month one, month two, month three, month four. The the very first entry on every single month was. Mom is tired. <laughs> That's Wait, what she wrote. Is this when we were still in her stomach or like when we were babies? No, no, no. When we were infants. So oh, like okay. our first month, our second month, like all the way to our first birthday. So the first 12 months in the baby book, they leave you a place to like write notes. That's hilarious. And you can see that even if she forgot to write that, she went in with a different color marker <laughs> and they like sidelines and wrote, mom is tired. That is so her. She like, that's so good. She's like, I just need y'all to know. I feel like she's listening right now and she'll be like, I'm still tired. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to do well for the longevity of women who carry twins mothers of twins live longer that's pretty cool um let's see other research shows oh you and i got teary about this one twins start interacting in the womb at 14 weeks which is so precious that's so sweet um i, I feel just, like, like that's... they know each other they're friends from oh, the get-go no. i cannot like when we, and when we were little um mom would put us obviously together in the same crib like napping and we would like find each other's little faces and like Mm -hmm. you know i think that's super sweet um okay this is a wild story this was also came up on our twin research 
Has anyone heard, people can't talk back to me, <laughs> about the Jim twins? Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. Tell me more. Okay. Well, there's a lot of research shows that, like, twins or identical twins, like, they, they have a lot of similarities and they end up, like, having the same traits or living similar lives or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, especially twins that are separated at birth kind of find their way back to each other. Okay, so the Jim twins, they're, they were born in, like, the 1940s. They were separated at birth. Identical twins. Tragic. Um, to two adoptive parents. Okay, when they were 39 years old, they found each other Stop. by happenstance. I mean, you need to research the story. I won't go into all of it. But they were reunited at age 39, and they had crazy similarities. You want to hear them? Yeah. I they do. were on, like, Johnny Carson or whatever the show was back then that was, like, the daytime TV. But, okay, this is wild. So their first wife... They didn't know each other at this stage. When they got married, their first wife had the same name. They named their son James Allen. They they named their son the same. No, they name. didn't. I yes. am shook. I the was same, so like double shook. name. Yes, I was so shook. I was like, so they didn't know each other at this time. They had the same wife's name. That their wife's name was the same. Their son's name was the same. They named their dog the same name. No, they did. Yeah, his name was like Not. Toy or something. Um, you got to look up. It's on YouTube or something. It's like the Johnny Carson or whatever episode. And they talk about how their lives, they had like mirror lives of each other. And this is really sweet. He said, Jim, one of the twins said he always felt like he had an emptiness until he found his brother. I know. I kind of teared up. Isn't that wild? That is so wild. That's a cool story. That's so crazy. Yeah. I do feel like, like I said in the beginning, the identical twins tend to have those type of connections more than me and you had not that we don't have those but I do think we are real different Mm -hmm. so for people listening and know us they would nod their heads (laughs) but for people who don't know us um we look different yeah we have we we, people say I think now more as adults people say well you definitely are sisters like you definitely have traits that are similar and it also helps, like, if we both have the same hair color at the same yeah. time, because that can change. Totally. I feel like we look more and more alike as we've gotten older, though. Yes. Um, but Sarah's, like, 5'2". I'm about five, six and a half, five seven. Yeah. And we have different personalities. Yep. And we have, like, one of one of us is probably more extroverted than the other one. <laughs> you? You? <laughs> You can say it. We know We know this. So I will say when we were little, like I was like mute. Something was wrong with me. I was like mute till I was like five for some yeah, reason. Yeah, that's true. Um, I was like, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm reserved. Kathy can talk for me. But I will say our personalities have probably gravitated more in line with each other as we've become adults and mothers. Yes. And into our adulthood. But I, when we were yeah. children in our growing up years... We were even more different for some reason. Totally. But- and I think we we mother the same. We're Our husbands are a lot alike, I will say. Yep. Like, we're attracted to the same type of, like, partner, yeah. which I think is really interesting. I think that's cool. So I do think, though, being fraternal helped us have our own identity, our own friends, our own personalities. Mom rarely dressed us the same. Yeah. We don't see pictures of us dressed 
the no. same. I mean, past the age of like maybe two or three. Like we have some of those framed portraits where we're like, mom dressed us the same. Yeah, but Anna's also in those dresses. Our <laughs> older like sister. Three of us. Like yeah. the three of us are all dressed. That's true. And I feel like even growing up, like middle school, elementary school, like mom did a really good job of like, and dad, like just praising our different gifts, you know? Mm-hmm. And we were like, finally, we had to be okay with the fact that we were different and like, you know, that, that was a good thing. Yeah. Like I really showed a passion for art and like the creative things and you were really good at track and like were more athletic and it was like, okay, that like we didn't share those strengths. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like important for us to like kind of find our strengths aside from each other. Cause when yeah. we were little, like we wanted to do everything together. And if like you did it first, I was like, okay, I'm on board. Yeah. And I think too, I think this is good advice for fam, for parents who have twins, twins. because yeah. I think it does feel easier. It was probably easier for both of us to sign up for gymnastics, but like I <laughs> didn't like gymnastics. I wasn't good at gymnastics. Yeah. I am clumsy. I had literally size nine feet in the, <laughs> in elementary school why did your feet grow so long i'm still looking at our feet together and i'm like i i don't know but they were literally so sarah was like small and strong and great at gymnastics and i wanted to horseback ride you know and i don't ever remember them just clumping us into the same classes and i think that was really helpful too yes i forgot you rode horses and Mm -hmm. that was so cool and i love to come watch you but that was such a passion you had and i'm so glad that mom was like Kathy is really good at this and she loves to ride horses. Like we're going to make sure that she She gets to do that, gets to do that. Yeah, And you got to stick with gymnastics and you do your own thing. And so I think it's good advice. It's like, if I think it's easier with, uh, alternate gender twins, like a a male twin and a female twin, of Mm -hmm. course, they're going to have their own interest in different pathways and they're going to naturally have different friends. But with two of the same gender twins, it's easy to probably clump them together, but we dressed different. Mom never tried to make us fit this mold. Mm -hmm. So I think that's good advice because I do think that was a benefit to us and has helped us have our own stories. I totally agree. Way to go, mom. (laughs) She's patting herself on the back right now. Hey guys, we are excited to share with you our new partnership with your superfoods. Not only do they have great tasting product, but they are on a mission to help improve people's health through the power of plants. I fell in love with their superfood and plant protein mixes after I was diagnosed and started my lifestyle change. One of the founders is also a cancer survivor, which is why I came across their story. I make a ton of smoothies and my daughter Charlotte loves them too. Your Superfoods is 100% plant-based, no sweeteners, no soy, no dairy, gluten-free, and non-GMO. So you can purchase with our code SISTER15 and you will receive 15% off your purchase, any purchase, not just your first one. So go to YourSuper.com and use the code SISTER15, S-I-S-T-E-R-1-5, for 15% off your order. Go grab your superfoods. Okay, so some other questions. Let's talk about well, we were, were let's talk about growing up because we're kind of on that subject. Okay. How did we decide to go to do two different colleges? Because I 
that's another thing too. Like we were very much finding our own way and growing up, like we always had the same friends, but I think as we got like later on in high school, we, we both had like our separate friends that we were also very close to. Yeah. Um, we decided to go to separate colleges. I don't remember feeling that sad about it. Like I was excited for you, for your decision. I feel like, I don't know. What do you remember feeling? I was just sitting here trying to remember. I remember feeling sad that we weren't going to be together, but it wasn't like we were connected at the hip anyway. Like you said, we had different friend groups and different passions. And I got into a college um, to go. I went to their specifically their nutrition program. Mm-hmm. So I I was going to that college because I knew some friends they were going. Some of my best friends were going. But also they had a nutrition program. So I was like, well, I'm not going to make my decision based on Sarah. Yeah. And so I remember that being a loss, but it was like any kind of loss. It was like I'm leaving my family. Like how you feel when you go to college and you're like saying goodbye to your mom and dad. Yeah. I felt like that was just going to be a – I felt like it was a natural thing for us to go do our own thing. And we were both going to SEC school, so I knew we would see each other because you had friends going to Alabama. I had friends going to Ole Miss. But we also, we weren't used to, we weren't used to sleeping in the same room. Like our whole life, our whole life, we had, mom had put us in a room together, which was like so funny and hilarious. So fun. Um, We shared a room until high high school. school. Yeah. Because when we moved into our new house, we had separate rooms. So I feel like when we went to school, it's not like we were used, I was having you in my room, like till the day we were 18 years old. Yeah. yeah, We had kind of our separate identities in separate rooms and. I will say, I told this to somebody the other day, and I I couldn't believe it, Hmm. but all through high school, we shared a cell phone, and we shared a car. Oh, yeah. I totally remember the car. So we shared a cell phone and shared shared a car, and someone was like, well, how did that work? Like, didn't you have, like, your boyfriend call and things like that? And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Sarah was just like, Alex is on the phone, (laughs) you know? (laughs) I'd be like, Alex... Ugh, Alex has texted you way too many times. I'm trying to... Um, and then we also still had landlines in that time and era. Okay, let's preface this because this is going to, like, age us, but text message had, like, literally just come out. Yeah. So we weren't really... Dad didn't want to... I remember, like, Dad didn't want to pay for text or something. Probably. So we, we definitely shared the phone. I remember you would have sport... When I got... I was just, like, athletics... I'm out. Yeah. Like I, at, you the, play but, soccer. I know, but by the time I was like spring of senior year, it was like oh, I'm so over it. So, but you stayed, you stayed after school and did sports, and I would take the car, or like Richard would drive me home or something. Yeah, I can't remember. Aww, like it, Richard, we, we shared so well. We did share well because we were used to sharing things. So I wanted, I want to tell the college, uh, college story really quick. Okay, what um, I remember. What do you so Kathy went to Alabama. I went to Ole Miss, and. Um, like halfway, maybe like a month into us being at college in the fall, I was like, I'm kind of like Kathy was with, you lived with like three of our really good friends. And I was like, they look like they're having so much fun. I was really starting to miss you. I was like over it, uh, which wanted a break and I missed you. So I hitched hiked. <laughs> this is like, oh not, my God. this is actually 
you shouldn't do this at this day and age, but... You didn't really hitchhike, though. Let's clarify. Okay, well, I found some random people I didn't know that were going to Alabama for the weekend. I think that's hitchhiking. <laughs> they had just gotten a puppy, and I remember they were like, do you mind holding the puppy on the drive? And I was like, actually, no. Please give me a puppy. Dream come true. To pet the whole way. They lured you in. It was like candy. It was like, here's this puppy. It's actually unsafe. But I remember I drove... They I rode with them to Alabama... <laughs> And I had so much fun. I had missed you so much. I, like, just camped out where you were. And I was like, this is great. And then Sunday rolled around, and they texted me. They were like, hey, Sarah, just checking. Do you need a ride back to Oxford? And I was like, I'm good. I think I'm just going to stay here for a while. <laughs> yeah, because, like, a lot of your friends were there, too, from high school. Like, Brooke and Maddie. They were all Rachel, there. Like, a lot of those yeah, I was girls like, I'm just were gonna, I'm just going to stay here for a while. And, like. I remember how I, long I stayed. I it was care. like a couple weeks. It was like a month. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You went back to school, but I think it was another week, and you just hip-hopped around. I think so, and finally Dad called me and was like, you need to go back to your college. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to transfer to be with Kathy, that's one thing, but like, you need to go back and go to your classes. Yeah. I do have anyway. a story that we did drive to Ole Miss and see you guys a couple times, and there was one day, this again dates us, but this was before Google Maps on our phone. And I went to MapQuest. <laughs> printed the directions. Printed the directions. Huh? And I drove an hour and a half in the wrong direction. Oh, Kathy, I remember this. I was devastatedly Devastated. sorry for you. Yeah. Devastated. I was already mad at Alex because he was late and, and had, <laughs> had, you know, I don't know. I was like, come oh, on, gosh. let's go, let's go. I drove Oh my gosh, far. Yeah. I drove an hour and a half in the long, wrong direction. We didn't get to Ole Miss until 4 a.m. And I was so frustrated because I remember that. Like, we're, you want to get there. You want to hang out. I missed you. We had all these plans that oh, night. I felt so bad. I was just like, I like had a pain in my heart because I felt Yeah, I, I still felt so feel frustrated by it because I, I should have known. But also, life was hard. I can't read a map. What, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> you should have had a good co-pilot helping uh-huh. you. Were you the one driving? I can't remember. I was driving. And I think Kylie was with me and she was scared to... She could tell I was fuming, and she was like, you want me to drive? And I was like, no! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't mess with Kathy when she's road raging. Anyway, we got there. We had a great time. So funny. We survived okay. it. We survived, we survived it. the MapQuest days. Oh, good times. Okay, well, let's talk about our differences. Um, you mentioned the Enneagram. I feel like you're a very Enneagram person. I... Just I'm, recently took that test because you told me to. Yeah, I forced Sarah to take it. <laughs> well, since we've been working together more closely, I was like, I need to know everything about you. Well, number one, Enneagram is, but is a personality test. You had guessed what I was. I had guessed what she was, yeah. Well, Because obviously. you and Alex are very similar. Mm-hmm. So Sarah and my husband have very similar tendencies and personalities. And so I could kind of guess that way. But anyway, um, in high school, so... You know, in the early 2000s, I went to a counseling thing and we took this test. Okay. And so this was like forever ago, 20 years ago. I remember this. Yes. And then it has come back around. So I actually, though, have tested differently as an adult, which is interesting than I did as a kid. But it is a good way for people who know what the Enneagram is for us to tell them our differences and our similarities. Also, I feel like it's good for husbands and wives to do it. I've been suggesting Richard do it. I think it's good to help, like, people communicate that have different 
differences. It is so, so helpful for me to understand Alex and for him to understand me because these are just our tendencies. So the Enneagram is spelled E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. You can look it up. There's free online tests. There's a book called The Road Back to You, which is a really good book about your personality types. But I thought for those of who know Enneagram would be interested to know our personalities. So I took the test and you were like dead on. Dead on. So tell us us what you are. Tell us your types. Yeah. And I I can't remember yours now. So I'm excited for you to tell me yours too. But Okay. um, Sarah is talking by the way. Yes. This is Sarah. I am a three and a one, which means I guess they like name it. I'm the reformer and the achiever. I'm not surprised by this. Type one, um, the reformer, used to be called the perfectionist. Okay, well, that but they, explains they me. they took it away because it, that has a negative, negative. connotation. But reformer <laughs> is always kind of someone looking to improve, looking to, you know, perfect, perfect. themselves. Yeah. Yes, which is so me. Meaning, I'm very goal-oriented. I'm type A. <laughs> also kind of feels like has a negative connotation. But um, I'm an overachiever. This is so true. I care what people think. I hate to admit this, but I really do. And I've been that way since I was little. But I care what people think. I'm also adaptable, which I think this is that's not a bad thing. Um, I'm adaptable in my circumstances. I'm energetic. I like to plan. I like to be in control. I know Richard's laughing listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very driven, which yeah. I also feel like half those things I just named are like very much you too. So yes. tell, tell us about you, Kathy. This is Kathy talking. Yeah, and I will say I will say some of those do have negative connotations, like type A and all that stuff. However, I kind of threw that in there. That didn't come up on the report. Well, but we, I was like, it's probably, overachiever, it's a overachiever, it's a, overachiever, per- perfectionist. Like, that's, yeah, type it's a. a true assumption. I think of a type three and a type one. And I will say you are a great business partner. To have. Sarah keeps the ball rolling. Thank you. She sends me, you know, nine emails a day. <laughs> so I work very hard, but you get on these like, like rapid fire. Yeah. You know, totes. we get stuff done. So it's a, it's a strength, I think, in that regard. Yeah. So it uh, depends on what day I take the test, but I am a seven or an eight or a seven and an eight, depending on the day I take the test. So it's interesting as twins that we are... Real far, like we don't even overlap on the Enneagram. I was gonna test. say you're not a three or a one at all because I feel like you're very you're driven. I am, but seven eights are too. Okay, so let's seven, hear it. seven. Like I said, depends on the day, but sevens are dreamers. Sevens mm. are a little more free spirited, usually pretty positive people, which is me. So you like always glass half full, um, glass half full. Yeah, glass half full. Yes. And dreamers. And so we will plan like these big extravagant things. So like as for us as a team, we work really well because I have these big picture ideas. I have I'm so excited. But the day to day actionable things of like, here's our to do list. Let's get this done. I'm usually moving on to the next thing. So you're the dreamer and I'm like, okay, like how are we going to execute this? Yes. So we make a real good team. Love it. So, yeah, I am the dreamer. I'm the free spirit. I usually have five projects going on at one time. Mm -hmm. I'm dreaming about the next one. And they're usually, it says sevens usually are spinning their wheels and generally enjoy practical things and getting stuff done. 
Hmm. You know, but okay. we may be more likely to leave a job unfinished. Like we may be like, nah, I'm good with that. You oh, know? Yeah. Like that was fun. It's done. Like we can kind of move on about that. Yeah. Um, let's see. So eights though are, let me think of what they're called. Eights are a little more, uh, gosh, we're a little more hard headed. Okay. I'm like, don't get in an argument with me. I'm going to stand my ground. Yeah. That's so you. We'll put our Enneagram types down there. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, don't mess with me. Like if we're sitting at a, if we're sitting at a dinner table and someone's like, uh, you know, who wants to order first? I'm going to be like me. You know, I'm just like, I'm not going to wait for you. Yeah. Totes. And you're like, I feel like for sure you've been like this since you were little. It's like, if you go up against you, like you're probably going to win the battle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so um, and that's a good quality. It's a good quality sometimes. It's hard to get an argument with me. Yeah. I'm but just I, like, okay, Kathy, sure. <laughs> Whatever you think. It said eights are self-confident, strong, and assertive. Protective, resourceful, straight talkers, and decisive. Mm-hmm. So, like, on a group text where they're like, hey, where do you guys want to go to dinner? And all these people are like, I don't care. Yes. I'm going to be like, we're going to nachos. Yes, Y'all love make it. your mind up. Which, honestly, Alex probably <laughs> loves that. Right? Does he love that you're like, or is he just like, okay, you always get what you want? <laughs> no, I don't always get what I want. I probably, and it's such an ache for me to say that. Um, I think that he likes it. We should ask him. Let's ask him. I can't wait to have them on the podcast. Okay. I think he, I think it helps that I have a seven because also I have this free, free spirit in me. So it's like certain things will fire me up and certain things I will be decisive over, mm-hmm. but also I can be flexible. I think some eights are not super flexible. Right. But I think that if something changes quickly, like he has a harder time adapting than me because of my seven. That's why I feel like you have a little bit of a three because you are adaptable and we're also both confident. So yeah. I know that didn't come, on your, come up on your report, but I feel like you might have a tiny bit of that in there. But um, I could totally see why you're a seven and an eight. And I think that's why we work good together because you kind of can be a little bit looser, help me see, you know, bigger picture and like, you know, uh, I don't know, like, like a strong direct yeah. voice. And then I'm like more, let's get it done. I don't you're know. Detail I think oriented. Detail oriented. You're seeing things like tasks. And you're good at that. Yeah, I think we make a good team. So it's interesting, despite our very similar upbringings, the nature versus the nurture, you know, yeah. discussion of like we had the exact same upbringing, school experience, friends, tragedies, traumas. Like we had the exact same mm-hmm. path and we have these different personality differences. That's why I feel like, too, with identical twins, like, yes, they look alike and they have that identity barrier, you know, but their personalities often are very different. So I think that was good parenting advice you gave earlier about celebrating their differences, celebrating their personality differences. Um, Okay. Before we wrap up here, we got some questions from the viewers. Mm Mm-hmm. From the viewers. From the viewers. <laughs> From, <laughs> From the, the listeners. No, listeners. Viewers on Instagram. Oh, they did our poll. Okay. We have viewers and listeners, guys. Okay. First question. Can we read each other's minds? <laughs> I feel like you were looking at <laughs> we me just like tried. Um, I think I did. I think you were saying sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I feel like we finish each other's sentences probably even more than... 
yeah. other people. We know what each other's worrying about. Like you could say, you could look at me and say, oh, I th- we need to, and I'll be like, I already got it. Yes. Like you you could say like two words and I I will know what you're trying to ask me and I'll answer the question. 100%. So I it. feel like that's, and probably some close friends that are really close do that, but yeah, I feel like you could just like give me a look and I'll be like, I know what she's trying to say. Yeah. So I think in that regard, but actually we do not have the gift of telepathy. <laughs> I wish that that was a real thing. Maybe it is. I remember in chemistry class, we used to like touch fingers and try to pass answers to each other. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes. It never worked. But no. anyways. Uh, okay. Do we have the same taste in men? Um, I want to say like probably. Ooh, I think yes. so. We, we mentioned this just a little bit ago. But yeah, our husbands are both tall, dark, and handsome. They are compassionate and mm-hmm. sweet and, and caring, mm-hmm. hardworking. Both of Let's them are very hardworking. Like, whoa, they're they're both very hardworking. And both of them are very, like, introverted, silent, strong. Like, if either of them are saying something, listen. Listen. Up. Yeah, listen it's up. like it's like one of those beautiful characteristics where it's like they don't say a ton but when they do say say something it's really important and um, i'm not attracted to someone who walks in and jibber jabbers and takes over a room ugh, i'm really sucks not. the air out of the room so yeah. we've never liked Bye-bye. that and also um they're both what was i gonna say i lost my train of thought they don't look the same though we should say that no, they're they very the different same, but they're both have that oh i know what i was gonna say um they're hilarious they're yes, so funny. They're like, you don't know it. Yeah. But they're funny. Oh, they, Richard like makes me laugh more than anybody. And so, mm-hmm. so does Alex. So yeah. they both have a good sense of humor. They look different and they have different, um, interests. But other they than do. that, they like yeah. personality wise, I feel like they're similar. Uh, they might disagree. I don't know if they're listening. They're probably like, we're very different. Okay. Do we feel each other's pain? Like physically? <laughs> What's I don't the- know. See, okay, I'm going back to when we were little, like when you would s- scrape your knee or, or get, I would think cry. so. Yes, but I feel like physically, no, we don't feel each other's pain. But emotionally, I feel your pain probably deeper than I would feel anyone else's. Another sister's pain, even yeah. like your losses and your griefs and your trauma and your sadness and your loss I feel it because I can see it on you and feel it emotionally I think 100% I would say when it comes to if we feel each other's pain emotionally 100% also a weird physical thing like you had you're pregnant with my baby so like yeah do you remember (laughs) you no what are you about what when you had your nausea Oh, right. I had not. Well, we probably told this already on the podcast, and I think we did, but you had pregnancy nausea, obviously, and I had morning sickness. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm not feeling your pain, but I'm getting like residual. Yeah. Like someone asked me when I had the hysterectomy a couple years ago, and I was recovering from my surgery. Someone asked me, I can't remember who it was, like, does Kathy ever have like weird pains like when you're going through something and I was like I don't know I should ask her or like when I was pregnant with Charlotte they were they like said I, I would always ask questions people were like is Kathy feeling labor pains or whatever oh in labor yeah that's so crazy no see we don't feel that but I do think you know it's like when I, I've told this too on the Lauren Kennedy episode 
But when you got diagnosed with cancer, my body reacted. Yeah. For sure. Like, you got diagnosed, and I broke out in the shingles on my face, like, as a stress response. So, like, my body was reacting to the stress of you, of your yeah thing. So, I think it's, I think there's a clear emotional connection that we feel really heavy things for each other when we're have heaviness and we feel really excited when the other one has something good going on. It's like you having a baby. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm so excited that you're having a baby more than, even though I'm carrying your baby <laughs> more than I would be, I think for somebody else. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? think it's weird. It's like, even us as women, like, you know how your body feels like intuitive and like feels deeply. And, um, I think for you, like, obviously we can't feel physical pain when you hurt your knee or something. It's not like my knee hurts, but I feel very deeply what you feel and if you're feeling very sad I can't help but feel very sad so emotionally I would say to that answer or to that question yes yeah it's interesting and I think that too as we've gotten older and we communicate our ups and downs more Mm -hmm. that we you know that helps us for sure well this is fun we've we haven't sat down and talked about these specific things about being a twin so we hope you guys have enjoyed it and listening in on this conversation this has been really fun i don't know if we talked if we helped at all about if women that are listening that have twins but if you want to email us or ask us any questions please do don't forget to write us a sweet review on apple and thanks for listening thanks guys have a good week till next time bye